Hello, my beautiful friends. My name is Sadie Olivia, and this is my podcast, Student of the Universe, where I talk about astrology and spirituality and things that just interest me because of my birth chart. Today, I have one of my best friends in the entire world, like platonic soulmate, Lisa, with me, and I'm really excited about it. So we prepared some questions to ease the flow of the conversation. What has your connection to the spiritual realm looked like recently? For whatever reason, I'm still figuring it out, putting the clues together. I was really disconnected from reality for a really long time. I just felt like there was a wall. I had this visualization of like a brick wall and on the other side was basically nature, all the forests that I used to just sit and meditate in. I just felt this wall between me and my ability to connect. And recently I felt like that wall is crumbling. It's not gone, it's just crumbling. And one of the biggest ways that I see things is like through angel numbers and whatnot. I mean, there are some pretty divine things that I think I just brush off. For example, the woman who came into my store and was just like she just embodied one of the ways that I visualized my future self very like erratic in her appearance you know like an Aquarius like a crazy hippie and I'm not saying this like should she come across this I don't mean it in a bad way I mean I genuinely it's something I've wanted to look like just like free you know so anyways she just was gassing me up at work just totally complimenting me and I felt like this divine instinct that whatever she was saying to me was like a deeper voice from somewhere else that was a really divine moment I was just like yeah okay whatever an angel came in during work today what's new Um, So I think one thing is that I could be just minimizing the situations that are around me, but there are so many magical ones. However, at the end of the day, I just entered my 12th house. Mm. I'm anticipating smashing through that wall. What about you? I think the 12th house year was definitely when I started getting really connected as for me too. If I were to piggyback off what you said with like the brick wall and seeing the other side, I think I'm in the place right now where I have holes in my brick wall. So I see the other side, but I'm still stuck on this side of the wall and i think it's something to do with getting out of the 12th house and now having all those lessons i learned in those last 12 years and how to implement them into my adult life in my first first house year as an adult and how that looks like in my self-expression and etc first house themes which is spiritual in itself like i'm trying to find the right self-care as i'm trying to figure out what really works for me the trial and error is what really tests my spirituality and like how connected I am to myself. Being super aware of my projections. When I come home at the end of the day and I can like reflect on all of that is when I feel the most connected, but I am still in this place where I'm still trying to really connect. So I feel like I still have that brick wall up right now. Mm. It's funny because you always tell me that I seem like I'm older than you, Mm. but the funny thing is that I really appreciate that you're literally one perfection year in front of me because I'm just taking notes. I'm like, that's what's going to happen (laughs) and you're just kind of like pushing for it and I was thinking about it I was like wow that's like a very big sister energy I was just like I pick her she will go through it first and I will simply take notes I mean we spent a lot of time we literally lived together during your 12th house year and I was definitely taking notes because I mean our charts are so different they're literally in the opposite side of the year we connect so well that I'm like it's gonna be a different font you know it's gonna just be like the same story from a different perspective even no matter what system we're using our charts are very like no matter what we have the same mars signs like i think no matter what system we use what 
chart we're looking at the themes play out so well and how we learn our lessons from each other like i think when i go through a first house year you're going through the 12th house but that also implies that you're learning a lot about sixth house themes that i really need to hear right now mm. that i like either didn't finish up in my 12th house or that like i d- i don't know as i'm learning my first house things what new routines can i learn that benefit my self-expression etc so you're saying that the first question that i wrote down yeah for us to answer (laughs) the first question i wrote as an idea of what we could talk about is what daily habits do you practice to manifest your ideal future and we were trying to think of the first one lisa did not want it to be that she was like actually let's not even (laughs) ask that question in the entire podcast so definitely six health vibes well i think you're definitely doing at least one habit that is manifesting your ideal self i don't i just think you might not look at it as a habit because it might be something you just do now one thing that i've been doing lately is putting my phone down and just doing something like a chore or like cooking you know i am very ipad baby when i'm going through a depressive (laughs) state there has to be a youtube video playing or a podcast in my airpods or a tv show on in the background i just need stimulation at all times and i'm just getting rid of that addiction right now and honestly not as hard as i thought because there's really i mean i'm not experiencing withdrawal you know every other drug there's a withdrawal but if you find the peace in the present moment, that's where I found all of those habits that I've been looking for. So I'm sure that you have them too, because I know you're a very meditative person. Like sometimes I perceive you as a monk and I just imagine you in silence, like cleaning your house, but just being so peaceful. And then you'll just sit down in silence and just think some more. I was actually going to say that I hate when the thought immediately slips my mind. What do you think that is? When the thought leaves that fast, like sometimes I feel like it's being pulled from me because I'm not supposed to say it. You know, somebody told me that it's just not that important if I forgot about it. Oh man, I wanted to say something and it slipped out of my mind. No, but I'm really good at retrieving it, watch. Well, I just retrieved my first thought. Oh, okay, go ahead. (laughs) I was gonna say that um, I think with having more Taurus placements and just a lot of Earth energy that I know I'm going through a seasonal depression right now that's like inhibiting me from doing the routines that I really want to do that I've already, that I am like slowly thinking about. I am planning them. And I've just, today or yesterday was the end of mercury retrograde the Mm -hmm. shadow period so now that yesterday was 75 degrees like the seasons are changing so the routines that i've been thinking about for the months that i have not been doing literally wait anything yesterday Mm -hmm. okay great because i've been spitting (coughs) food on myself every (laughs) single day of mercury retrograde i have to do laundry like five times a day oh my god yeah it's i I feel like i'm cleaning every day as well but it's just inconveniences were driving me insane Mm. Well, the shadow period just ended yesterday, thank God. The best thing that I did for my own mental health was leaning into seasonal depression. I just leaned in this year. I think the healthiest I ever was is when I was going on hikes every day. I think when we were, like, bringing picnics, picking up fruit. Like, what the heck? Who yeah. was that? Who was that? We were talking earlier about the... The infradian rhythm. Infradian rhythm. Figure out the routine that aligns with our infradian rhythm so that by next seasonal depression comes a run in i would have the routine that per- that sets me up for like success for the winter does that make sense because you brought oh. it up and i was like whoa absolutely okay for a little bit of context i saw this tiktok that 
really stuck in my mind. I genuinely opened my notebook and started taking notes. And it was essentially that the way that we live our daily life is based on people with testosterone. The daily routine that we're used to is only beneficial to the people who do not menstruate because they produce testosterone which puts them through that cycle of waking up with a lot of energy but then needing to relax at the end of the day there is another rhythm that applies to people with menstrual cycles and that is the infradian rhythm and by knowing what phase of our menstrual cycle we're in we can take care of our body better by adjusting our habits to it And that's so crazy because I remember like seeing so many pop culture moments, TV shows and films where everyone's always saying, oh, women are controlled by the moon. And I would just be like, okay, it's a funny joke. I think it is funny because one, I love the moon. She's beautiful. And two, of course she controls us. She controls everybody, but we're hyper aware. It was, it's just interesting because I would always hear that and it really stuck with me hearing that in so many different pop culture moments. And then here I am 23 years into life and I'm like, oh, we're actually controlled by the moon. Like, I really do need to pay attention and have like some actual conversations in depth with her about my health. That sounds like a bunch of craziness, but I'm basically just saying I started tracking my period. I'm going to know what, you know, phase I'm going through and I'm going to take care of myself accordingly. And yeah, I say hi to the moon every single morning because... I wake up at like four o'clock in the morning. So that is the little gift that she gives me as a hello before I work a cruelly early shift. That's something I'd really want to take into account this year. Like that's that feels like monumental news. Like why are we following uh, in this day and age? Why are we following somebody else's rhythm? I mean, what can get deeper than that? I hear all of these systems that it's like, oh, the reason why we do this is because of men. The reason why we do this is because of white people the reason why and it's like all the oppressors just created this thing right but the more that i find out about it the more i'm just like oh i really don't care anymore i genuinely do not care let's talk about annual perfection years and how each month is ruled by a house so to talk about perfection years i also learned about perfection months and i just calculated mine i'm in my sixth house month so How crazy is it that we're talking about daily routines, which I have been thinking about more so in the last like week because now that the shadow was ending, I was like, okay, these are the routines I'm going to have to do very soon. I'm in my first house month of my 12th house year and I'm feeling good. I've been waking up earlier before work for the sole purpose of spending as long as I want staring in the mirror. I just show up to work and I feel good. I've been doing the same thing, Are you kidding but with me? music. So really? I like, cause Laura, should I start should... listening to music yes, too? Yes, earphones. <sighs> That's true, but what kind of music do you listen to? Because this morning I woke up at my usual 4 a.m. to get to work at 4.30 a.m. where I lift heavy boxes, have my AirPods in, I'm just moving, right? And so normally I play a podcast because I've uh, trained my brain that whenever I'm listening to a podcast, I am doing something productive. Mm-hmm. And so chores, podcast, you know, driving somewhere, podcast doing this order like unpacking all these boxes podcast right so usually i listen to that but this morning i ran out of podcasts because i only like one podcaster there is one woman's voice i want to listen to and when she doesn't make any new shows i'm like somehow everyone else is like has one flaw about their voice i don't want to hear she has the perfect podcasting voice i'm not going to get into it so anyway she hadn't posted anything new and so i was like let me listen to music so i shuffle my playlist that's full of like upbeat music and it lands on the only edm song in the whole thing so it's 4 30 in the morning and edm is (laughs) blasting in my ear and i had a migraine for the rest of my shift like it was horrible 
And so I played meditation music after that, but then I started like falling asleep. So what kind of music do you listen to in the morning? Honestly, music definitely affects my mood for real. So I actually put my whole liked songs oh, wow. on shuffle. You let the universe decide. And That's I, a good idea. And I actually click it three times. And I usually right before it kind of set an intention, but it's an automatic intention where when I do the three click shuffle, I'm asking for the universe to just send me some music. And it's in my liked song, so obviously I like it, you know? Mm-hmm. But whatever the mood of that song is, is the mood I will sing and like feel for that three minutes and 30 seconds and then whatever random ass song comes next i'll be like feeling myself next and then i'll be like feeling heartbroken the next but i just kind of go through a wave of emotions to kind of wake myself up in the morning and then when i get to work i'm like i've already dealt with a range of emotions i'm ready to yeah just be here that's also it's kind of like getting um like a tarot card reading i mean all of the media that we consume creates our perception of things so i know that i uh, had this thing that i would always go through every once in a while which i would call like my ghost phases mm-hmm. where i would just suddenly believe that a ghost was haunting me in some area in some way and i don't really know why eventually i was like this is not a lot of fun to feel like i'm haunted (laughs) so i stopped watching horror movies and i stopped feeling haunted so if i could stop listening to true crime maybe i wouldn't be afraid to walk in the parking lot anymore but that's what i was gonna say like after my 12th house year in really soaking in all of those hidden things like things that are happening on a daily basis around the world that i'm not actually you know i'm not aware of those are hidden things and that is being documented like in these documentaries i was watching a series of mystery some murders some you know crazy plots very dramatic netflix shows i was paranoid all the time and the moment that i stopped watching them i felt that those things didn't even pop into my mind i wouldn't even have considered that i could randomly be kidnapped by a person agreed because unless somebody puts that thought in your brain you're not gonna think of it yeah and to like switch gears to a more positive note we watched Dollface on hulu together and seeing someone with i understand exactly what she's going through and being able to relate so much to her i just felt really empowered by it and there are a lot of shows that do empower me to live my life better and the only irony though is that sometimes i will watch shows about people so bad that it (laughs) inspires me to be even better absolutely so you got it's always sunny in philadelphia or workaholics for example and the whole time you hate them because i know that both of them were written from a satirical standpoint as the writers have said so you know to hate these people it's that's what would happen if i gave in to all my desires if i just didn't have a clear conscience about things so watching other people do it and not have things work out for them is like okay i'd rather be healing myself and making the right decisions for me that feels like the definition of being a virgo like the oh i saw that you fucked up so i will never fuck up in that way but you don't get out much do you nope Because I was thinking, I was like, I probably have given you a lot of examples of what not to do, but I was really putting myself out there, and I'm not apologetic (laughs) for it. There are things I have done absolutely bonkers, and I'm not afraid of it anymore. I feel bad about blaming my birth chart, because I know it's just a chart, and I have the power to change it, but I feel like being a zero-degree Virgo, I have no choice but to be like, what the fuck are you guys doing? I will not be attending, or I will not be participating. I think I'm becoming friends with my Aries moon, and by that, I mean coming up with, like, coping mechanisms for those intrusive thoughts of experiences that only happened because I have a goddamn Aquarius... I mean, oh, 
I wish. <laughs> Aries moon. I have an Aries moon. It has secured some memories in my brain that will pop up right before I go to sleep, you know? I've been trying to be friends with her, so I saw this TikTok that was like, anything embarrassing I've ever done in my life, I was just in a silly, goofy mood. <laughs> and that, I, I mean, it sounds so dumb, but it's so healing to me. Yeah. I love the way just simple phrases that they just articulate things that feel so dude life changing why was there no way of explaining that before someone said silly goofy mood <laughs> why was there no way of saying hey i was just being like dumb i was just being like wacky because you don't want to say you were being random because that word was taken somewhere mm-hmm. i took it somewhere when i was like 13 but it was like a, I, I associate random with random dancing for my carly and yeah. it's just it feels like a silly goofy thing but you can't correlate the two like yeah words. and it's like this wasn't just random it was intentional but it was was because it was intentionally silly Mm. i've been trying to heal stuff like that so much recently whenever an intrusive thought pops in that's when i go that's when i'm like it's okay baby (laughs) to myself and it works really well because it almost sounds like it's coming from someone else and i'm like oh thanks for saying that dude i just talk to myself about it i'm like hey what like what has you so concerned about that let's talk about the consequences that can actually occur from a moment that happened so long ago and then i can't find any i'm struggling to befriend the aries moon of my sidereal chart in the aries rising i don't know i'm just i never felt like i felt like an aries energy i don't think aries energy is approved of in a capitalist society unless that aries placement is within a white man in a corporate setting basically mm-hmm. like that's the only place where you can be batshit out of your mm-hmm. mind and people take you seriously yeah. every else where we are just expressing our Aries which is very erratic that fast-moving energy is the reason why we're not stagnant because of all the Aries energy that is in the world but it's really not seen as good when you look at it under a microscope from person to person I just had this thought of how I think my tropical chart is gatekeeping my sidereal chart because I just said I was an Aries moon on the mic I said I was an Aries moon out loud and I just feel like that wasn't something I was gonna share with people and I don't know why. Every bio of every social media I own has a different freaking big three in it. <laughs> I have, I mean, you just, in some way you gotta let go a little bit, you know? I mean, you're hiding it because you're embarrassed of it. So why are you embarrassed of it? Because honestly, I, I show my sidereal more than my chalkbuckle. I know, but your sidereal is really beautiful. Why isn't your sidereal beautiful? I think there's also some placements in your sidereal chart that you attribute to certain people you know or certain energies that you know tropically that you didn't enjoy i think as a zero degree virgo sun tropically i am supposed to be not supposed to be but stereotypically a zero degree virgo would be extremely judgmental very critical and i feel like i don't really like to project that out onto this plane on my tropical plane however to my sidereal chart is who i take that out on that makes a lot of sense Mm. but also consider that I feel like you do have those judgments, you just have them alone in your head. I think what might be the problem there is that since they don't get filtered through anything, they become your beliefs. When the committee is just a bunch of yous in your head, you know? It just is like get reiterated. Me? I say it doesn't matter. People, you're here as a human being to be known. The true definition of love is to allow yourself to be deeply known by others. That's maybe my fear is that embracing us my sidereal chart i feel like that feels like a different version of me that i don't know if i love her you don't love a leo sun aries rising aries moon it's not that i don't but i think i'm scared of her 
know. I Why? Because I've she's hot like, and fun and silly and goofy? Kind of, yeah. I think so. <laughs> because she's, she's not a hermit and you'd have to, like, socialize with people and sh- express the performance that is a Leo son. Exactly. Well, I have personally seen Lisa at the Leo son, and it was a crazy good time. But I feel like now it feels more of, like, a performance than me actually being the fun Leo who enjoys life as Who writes the script for the performance? You write it, oh. you know? 100%. I am performing constantly. Sometimes I go in and I'm like, what's the play today? Washing my hands to go it clock in on my shift? Because I'm like, what energy do I want? I'll go in sometimes and I'm like, today, I'm broody. I'm not talking to anybody. Today, I'm going to talk to every single person and compliment them. You know? The why, performance is for you. Why do I feel like I have to be consistent? Well, that's because you're full of earth on the outside and you're burning with fire on the inside. <laughs> so that sounds like pretty rough times. Me, the only thing I don't have is earth. So basically a tornado, I guess. Fire tornado. <laughs> with rocks. <laughs> because, it's wait, a, no, not it's rocks. A it's a hurricane. It's a hurricane. it's a hurricane with a forest fire underneath. Oh my god. Another question that I wanted to talk about is, what did you daydream about as a child? as a teenager and now because it has changed so much for me over the years um honestly actually as a child I think you really helped open my mind in terms of like imagination because when we were in daycare together and we used to take those like walks or we'd go creaking with the daycare and we would talk a lot about like goblins and fairies oh yeah and that like was so exciting and then spiderwick chronicles came out and actually that got me through a lot of my childhood and teenage years like just envisioning that the hidden world exactly i mean i have a 12th house moon so that makes so much Mm. sense now that i'm looking at it and i have a fifth house stellium so like that fun playful that movie really changed my life and same with bridge to terabithia both of those movies were like oh my god dude bridge to terabithia came out on my birthday So before it comes out, I have no idea what it's about. I'm pretty sure it came out when I was like eight, maybe. I don't, I'm not exactly sure, but I didn't know what this movie was about. I just knew that I like, I love the trailer. I was like, oh, magic world. I want to watch it. So I cried on my birthday. <laughs> no one told me. No one was like, hey, don't go watch that on your birthday. And I just come out sobbing in the movie theater. And I just, I'll never forget that birthday, I think. But what house year was that? Dude, we gotta look at the year that the movie came out. I'm actually getting some memories back recently. Literally. But not all of them are good. But you win some, you lose some, you know? Like, you have to remember some bad things to remember some good things. Okay, it came out in 2007, so I was right. I was eight years old. What house is that? The ninth house? The ninth house was like, hey, you want to get philosophical? (laughs) (laughs) Just destroyed me on my birthday. Anyways, daydreaming. So when I was little... I was daydreaming about that secret world, but for me, I needed powers, and we can get psychological about it, about my lack of control over my environment during my childhood, and so how I would always imagine that I had superpowers, mostly of which would, like, telekinesis and telepathy, like, I can read your mind, and I can move things, because in reality, I had no idea what anyone was thinking, and I felt uncomfortable in my environment. So I would daydream about stuff like that, and I remember one of my longest daydreams we took a field trip to yorkville or something it was like some colonial settlement Mm -hmm. and the whole time i'm like i am a secret agent and i have a mission here in yorktown and like the teachers are like sadie we know you're not listening to a thing that's going on (laughs) i would just like be like 
genuinely interacting with the environment and this is how i know i'm autistic i don't need a diagnosis i know i am but i want one because i know i am but anyways i'm just sitting there and i'm like guns out pew pew like fighting the bad guys and i'm just like alone you know vibing and those were my daydreams and that's like what i know as phase one of my daydreams and then when i became a teenager and i got into high school i distinctly remember i think i wrote it in a journal when i was like 13 i wrote I'm probably not going to be talking about spirituality for a while, so I can focus on my social life. And for real, the only thing I talked about for, like, five years was girls and friends and drama. It was so in reality. There was not a single, like, and I kissed a tree today. No, this was about getting (laughs) girls and being hot. Those were my daydreams. Anytime I wanted a girl, I would just daydream about being with her and it would happen. I felt so strong because it's like, oh my god, it's actually happening. But for real, I did have powers when I was a kid. And now, at 23, why did I let go of the powers? The powers are way cooler than dating a bunch of girls in high school. You have different powers now. You be doing, you're on some other shit. You have some other powers. I think it's that point where you finish your training and you're like, so what can I do? And they're like, not really as much as you thought. You know? Do you know how in all the hero movies, like, or Naruto, for example, because I know you're watching Naruto, he thinks he's, like, the best ever, you know? He's like, oh, no, I don't have to study. I'm going to be the best. That is me. That is my archetype. You cannot have an Aquarius sun and an Aries moon and not be a Naruto-ass bitch. I'm just like, well, I'm pretty magic myself. My (laughs) My being is magic, so I don't really have to, like, talk to anyone about the stars or anything. And then I get no messages, like, come on now. And then now my daydreams, I can't even think of anything to daydream about. Just recently, and I think this ties into the habits thing, I've started to just daydream about a scene that would make me happy. Sometimes I'm just like sitting on a hillside, or sometimes I imagine myself working out because I know it would make me happy, I just can't do it, you know? Like, I can't bring myself to do it, so I just imagine myself enjoying a good workout, feeling myself get stronger. And it's so weird because I went from having superpowers to like having, you know, the girl of my dreams at that time to being like daily tasks that I just like to do. <laughs> my daydreams really got simple. Yeah. No, I think growing up, I, I mean, I have a seventh house Scorpio and a Pluto in my seventh house. So I daydreamed a lot, but I didn't date a lot. And I think you actually, fuf- you had the powers to like fulfill your daydreams. You don't have to talk about How do I though. change this subject? <laughs> you really get into it though when you do. Like when you start to open up, you really get into it. Did that surprise you? A little. Yeah. It kind of surprised me too. But I was living for it. And then once you are aware that it's happening, you're like, oh god damn See, no. See, to you I could do it, but for an audience, I'm just like, I just think about a one person out there who hears something stumbles upon this randomly or does is an avid listener and is like hmm now i know something else about lisa's life okay look let's face your fear let's face your fear then we can face it right now hey audience member (laughs) hey you i know it's weird i mean when i'm doing the podcast alone i'm only talking to the audience and i really feel like i understand the energy of who would be listening to this and how but i'm just gonna let lisa talk to you for a little while because she has things to say to you that are clearly unresolved because she's avoiding addressing you directly now what you're gonna do is you're gonna talk to them this quickly became a therapy session Oh, the moment I started writing questions down, I knew this was going to be a therapy session. I'm I'm like, Lisa's an egg and I'm going to crack her open on this podcast. 
I'd like to hear what strangers have to say to me. I don't think I've ever had to face that before. Presenting to a class is something different because I have like something that we're all aware of, but here it's like I could say literally anything, but I don't know what that anything would be. One thing that I forget is that I've been creating content on the internet since I was basically conscious. I was eight years old and I was like, wow, I could have an audience of 500,000 people. And I think that just always stayed with me. So I always just talk to the audience. I think um, knowing that you could is a really great idea. But knowing what you would say in those instances is what I don't have ready. You know, yesterday you were talking to me about your concerns about what, being able to contribute to the world. How can we save the world? Sometimes I feel like all I can do to save the world is just talk to it. This is like the most accessible form of doing that. And whatever it is I want to talk about has value. So I just create stuff. I don't care what it is. It's just anything. I think going back to my zero degree Virgo sun, I just am too harsh on myself that I don't feel like, I don't know if I really place a value on anything that I say because at the end of the day, people are going to do whatever the fuck they want to do. And I just like, I don't want to feel like I'm responsible for changing anybody's life because they could change it back they could change it for the worse maybe i changed it for the worse when was a time where something you said to someone changed your life for the worse that haunts you something you said to someone that had a huge impact on their life or your relationship to them <laughs> like we don't actually have to get into it but i'm just saying you know what i mean like yeah it's a trauma response yeah. You're just reacting to something that happened. It's the ghost of something you went through. You absolutely asked the question that opened that door. I know exactly the instance, and I feel like because it was still so recent, 2017, like I said something that felt like the end of the family, and I think that's something I'm still working on. The other thing that's so important to remember is when our voice is shut down during an experience, it's shut down because we didn't like the response that others have but that doesn't make what we said unvaluable you know and that's why we have to keep saying what we got to say no matter how people respond to it sometimes I feel more empowered in my personal life when I talk to god knows who on the internet I think the internet has been in my life so long I don't even know where my vibrations have gone where my energy has spread out into the world you know I mean there are people that I met in like 2008 on Omegle that I still think about to this day. I mean, we don't talk or anything, but it's just so interesting how all of these little things add up. Like the YouTube comment on my YouTube video, that changed my life. I literally felt like a prophet because someone commented on my first YouTube video and was like, this changed my life. This helped me get my PhD and that, I obviously I'm not taking all the credit for that. That person worked incredibly hard, but for my words, they were just words. That's why I say anything I want into this mic. <laughs> I mean, you make some really valid points that I've never really thought about, but I'm still healing. Like, I, I think that's what my whole first year is about. Like, uh, all the lessons and stuff that I've been learning over the last few years are really, like, coming into play. One thing that I've learned from you, there's no reason to rush it. We used to go on walks together, and I'd be, like, a mile down. And I look behind me, and I'm like, Lisa? And you're like, why are you walking so fast? Like, where are we going? And I'm like, well, we don't have a destination. And you're like, exactly. Living with you and seeing how, like, slowly you processed everything and took your time with everything. Dude, you would have an emotional situation, and you would be like, I'm going to go sit alone in my room. Process it. Sometimes it would take two days, but that was okay. You would sit in there for two days processing 
embarrassing. And I was just like, wow, I'm just like on my feet, ready to respond to everything in the moment. But as soon as I started processing things slower like you, everything I did was more intentional. So don't rush yourself. You are the queen of healing in my eyes because you will take your time. Yeah, I mean, I appreciate that. Yeah, I was not going to let me do a podcast episode where I just had someone compliment me the whole time. (laughs) When I look at my chart, I think I do a lot of comparing still, but I'm like getting out of that habit. But I like to do comparing in a good way where Zendaya literally has a Virgo Centaurus moon and she is just the most iconic person I can think of right now. I can confirm that you do have the same energy. She has an Aquarius rising, which is so beautiful, right? What is Tom Holland? It's only relevant to me because of his relationship to her. What's the big three that got Zendaya? I'd like to know that. <laughs> he is a Gemini sun, Sagittarius moon. I was having an, an ordeal with me and Laura's Taurus moon and Sagittarius moon. Uh, and then I saw their pairing and I was like, that's really fucking cute. Yeah. I don't know. It just like gave me a little boost in confidence. Like, Honestly, I think that's an absolutely bonkers, insane combination for a relationship. I agree, which is something that, like, we line up in so many ways, but our moon signs, you can, like, tell that we have some, like, serious differences when it comes to, like, just our emotional well-being and Mm -hmm. how we deal with things. I don't know, we line up in so many ways, but when our moon signs clash, they really do clash. However, he has a Gemini sun, and she has a Virgo sun. So that Mercury, I think, really helps them out in that department. We don't have his rising sign, so we don't know. What happened? What are you going to say? What are you going to say? The way we went from therapy to Zendaya oh! and Tom Holland's birth charts. <laughs> See, like, I'm like, okay to talk. <laughs> See, and you started talking real quick. You had a lot to say suddenly. Oh, it's about someone else? I have a lot to say. <laughs> oh, Zendaya? <laughs> it's like, well, some good qualities of mine. <laughs> This is the this is your insight into the mind of like a Gen Z female perspective. That's how direct it is. It's like you can get real emotional, but you gotta follow it up with some like pop culture or astrology. <laughs> I heard that I saw this thing. Someone said, just the way I said I heard this thing. I saw this thing. Someone <laughs> said like, I'm like, but I, but I don't know, okay. Somewhere out there, <laughs> the internet sent me a message, and it said. What were we just talking about? (laughs) It's gone, it's gone. Rest in peace. (laughs) So that thought, now that it's gone, what What was it? (laughs) On a a different tweet that was like me looking unbothered so that the loading screen on 123 movies (laughs) loads. That's us right now. Um, anyways, I don't even care about that thought I just had. Where is it? I just focus really hard. I'm like, what were we just talking about? And what what would have been my train of thought five (laughs) minutes ago about that topic? Okay, I have a question for you. What are you looking forward to most in your 12th house year? The magic baby. I want the trees to start sending me messages, you know? I want to... Oh, dude, I used to take naps laying against a tree. That's all I want for my 12th house year. And I think that's a very manageable goal. I agree. And I feel like the winter is just something that gets the better of us. But, you know, I like starting the new year in Aries now. In the beginning of Aries. Starting the new year when it's cold out? Are you kidding me? And, like, midway through my seasonal depression? I think not. I'm just, like, finishing out the the end of this year technically yeah. in my brain you know we're, we're in the last month of the year yeah. right now have you been having any weird dreams lately since you entered pissy season i smoke too much to have dreams <laughs> <laughs> i i only dream when i don't smoke 
Do you use your phone before bed? I try not to. I really don't try to use it in the first hour. My dreams always have someone from my life in them. There's always a subject that is someone from any time period in my life, right? And so I think it was like the first night of Pisces season. And I had this dream about this girl. And she was like my eighth grade crush, right? Okay, I'm like really getting into this thinking like, oh my god. There's no way she's going to hear this. <laughs> my anxiety is kicking in like, hey, buddy, you're getting real personal. You're going to be able to, people are going to be able to connect back to you. That's See, the, that's you, we thing. don't want paper trails. See, we have Scorpio Mars. We don't want paper trails. Exactly. I want to be able to talk about what I want to talk about without it being like, you know who I'm talking about or what's going on. Connected to another person that exists. Honestly, and I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't want to be like, they died, but like, I, I just don't want any stories that i say to connect to another human being in this is life. the second time that one of us has pulled out of a story and we both have scorpio mars so long story short let me just say i had a dream about this high school crush when she had a crush on me i no longer liked her that's mm. that's the whole story mm. and so i have this dream randomly with this girl in it i haven't thought about her in years where there was like a high school mixer like get together thing and everyone was there and she rolls in and she looks at me and she just doesn't like me. my real question is like when do you think it's a dream because that person is thinking about you and when do you think it's just your reflection of them because i don't want to think that every single time it's just like oh here's my reflection like this they have a quality that is reflecting in me right now i would rather be able to distinguish when it is a message from them i think when i wake up if i remember anything that was said or a significant uh, situation that's lining up to my life now mm -hmm. will I take it into account but if it's just like a random kind of like projection or nothing's really mm -hmm. talked about yeah. that's just like a random like kind of pop-up dream and not to say that there's not like a message in it but like maybe they did just think of you but it doesn't really mean that they thought of you too much maybe they like came across a message or they like saw your name is common like sadie hawkins dance they hear the name sadie and i don't know how common that name is i feel like you're one of the only sadies i know mm -hmm. if the only i think the only anyway sorry to totally get off topic we got lost in the sauce <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for listening to this episode of my podcast for real i really appreciate it you let us get unhinged and it was really nice to sit here and talk with you. It was a good vibe. Any closing statements? Peace and love, y'all. <laughs> Keep it short and sweet.